You're listening to Khan Podcasts. You are listening to the English language news of Khan, the Israeli Public Broadcasting Corporation. I'm in Israel, Monday, March the 22nd, 2021. This is Nomi Segal with the top news at this hour. A day before elections, candidates are making their final pitches to voters. Yeshatid leader Yair Lapid this morning dismissed Yamina Chair Naftali Bennett's pledge that he would not support a government headed by Lapid. The Yeshatid leader told Khan that if the anti-Netanyahu bloc receives a majority of seats in the election, we will come out of it with a government. There is always a difference between the Bennett of television and the Bennett of closed conversations, Lapid said. Bennett's declaration came after the last polls published before the election showed Benjamin Netanyahu's Likud gaining momentum, while his right-wing rivals Bennett and Gidon Saar of New Hope appeared to be losing support. Saar, who is battling Bennett for votes on the right, for his part seized on the move by Bennett, tweeting that Bennett had failed to withstand the pressure exerted by Netanyahu and, a few meters before the finish line, collapsed straight into Netanyahu's arms. Meanwhile, over on the left, a con reporter says that labor is expected to push back against merits, which is fighting for its electoral life, while also trying to hold on to votes that could potentially migrate to Yeshatid. In less than 24 hours, polls will open for voting in Israel's elections for the 24th Knesset, the country's fourth national election in two years. Some six and a half million eligible voters will be able to cast their ballots at 13,685 voting stations around the country. Most polling stations will be open from 7 a.m. until 10 p.m. in small communities as well as hospitals and prisons. Polls will be open from 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. The specially designated voting sites for people with coronavirus or who are in quarantine will be open from 8 a.m. to 7 p.m. A person who does not know where their assigned voting location is can verify it by calling the special multi-language interior ministry information line at 1-800-222-290. In order to help people who are far from their assigned polling sites, public transportation between cities will be free from this evening at 8 p.m. through tomorrow on some 600 intracity bus routes as well as all train lines. People who are infected with coronavirus may not travel independently to the designated voting sites. They must arrange special shuttle transport via the Central Elections Committee. Information can be found on its website. Israelis arriving at Ben-Gurion Airport on Election Day can cast their ballots at special polling sites at the airport. For the unvaccinated who are returning from abroad, there will be a special voting station in the passage before reaching border control. The Central Elections Committee estimates that the unofficial results of tomorrow's election may be released as early as Thursday night and not Friday afternoon, as initially projected. This is because a reassessment of the number of double-envelope votes that are expected to be cast and which are counted only after the tally of votes in the regular polling places. The chairman of the Central Elections Committee is expected to deliver the final election results to President Reuven Rivlin on Wednesday, March the 31st. The president then has seven days until April 7th to hold consultations and make a decision on which Knesset member he will entrust to form a government. 
Coronavirus infection levels continue to drop. Nearly 670 new cases were diagnosed yesterday out of nearly 45,000 tests that were carried out for a positive test result rate of 1.5%. Currently, 529 people are in serious condition, 211 of them on ventilators. Since the start of the outbreak in Israel, 6,098 people have died of COVID-19-related causes. In other news, Palestinian Foreign Minister Riyad al-Maliki says that Israeli authorities who confiscated his special VIP travel permit and questioned him and members of his entourage at the Allenby crossing yesterday told him that this was just the first step. According to al-Maliki, it was made clear to him that Palestinian support of international criminal court investigations of alleged war crimes in the West Bank and the Gaza Strip is a red line for Israel and that it would take additional sanctions against the Palestinian foreign ministry. Israel also reportedly conveyed to the Palestinians that it would not advance cooperative economic projects until the Palestinians cease cooperation with The Hague. Meanwhile, Saudi Arabia has conveyed a message to Israel that Crown Prince Mohammed bin Salman will not agree to normalize ties with Israel before a Palestinian state is established. In an op-ed appearing in the Palestinian Al-Quds newspaper, a former Saudi government advisor wrote that Israel has not changed its stance toward the Palestinians. The article, apparently written with the green light of the regime in Riyadh, said that the door to normalization between Israel and the kingdom has opened and will probably not be closed, but it is contingent upon a fully sovereign Palestinian state. The Israel aerospace industries this morning successfully concluded a series of tests on the Barak air defense system to intercept aircraft and missiles with a range of up to 150 kilometers. The director general of the aerospace industries said that the integration of several interceptor missiles in a unified launcher and the built-in modularity in the Barak system provides an optimal solution for future battle arenas. Meanwhile, at a launch site in Kazakhstan, and after a two-day delay, three, three nanosatellites developed in Israel were launched this morning. This announcement, the IDF is conducting a drill this evening in the Cholon, Tel Aviv, and Netanya regions. During the exercise, there will be an increased movement of security vehicles and forces in the three cities and the surrounding areas. The weather outlook, unseasonably hot to Sharav, conditions over most of the country, chance of drizzle to light rain, possible isolated thunderstorms in the north. Tomorrow the same, with cool and more humid air expected to enter the region in the afternoon. The maximum temperatures in the main centers, Jerusalem 25, Tel Aviv 27, Haifa 24, Beersheba 32, and in Eilat going up to 34 degrees Celsius. That's the news from Khan Reka, the Israeli Public Broadcasting Corporation. Join us at 8 p.m. Israel time for our one-hour news program. And tomorrow, Election Day, join us after the polls close on Tuesday evening. We'll have special updates and analyses at 10.30 p.m., midnight, and 6.15 the following morning. You can tune in at 101.3 FM, the Khan website, Spotify, and the Khan English Facebook page.